It's time for the Friday Mental Health Power Hour with your hosts, Scotty P and Ev. Let's get to it. Alright, welcome everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in again this Friday to join us on the Friday Mental Health Power Hour with Scotty P and Ev. Thank you so much. It is Friday, at least out here. It's sunny in Philadelphia, which let me tell you, does not happen all the time despite what they say in the show. But thank you again, everyone, for joining us. We're really excited about this episode today, and I really think that you all are going to be able to take some positive things away for your weekend to start it off on a high note, on a good note, to start running into this weekend with your mental health as your main focus rather than keeping it in the dust. So thank you again, everyone, for joining us. For those of you that do not know, my name is Scott Prendergast, a a.k.a. Scotty P, and I'm one of the hosts here on the Friday Mental Health Power Hour. Our other host, Ev, he's unfortunately tied up. He's a little busy today, so he's not going to be able to join us. But Ev, we know you will be back next week, and we're looking forward to that. So for anybody who is new to the show, we do all kinds of conversations here, but everything's revolved around mental health and really just learning to overcome those obstacles that we all face in our lives in the mind up here. So today, I am very, very, very excited to have our special guest who I will introduce in a moment. This dude knows how to bring it. This dude has been bringing it for a while and he will continue to bring it because that's what he does. So I'm really excited to introduce you all to him and what it is that he does. But before we get into that, I just want to let everybody know that if you're new to the show and what we do, you can check us out. If you're local in the Philadelphia tri-state area, go on 860 AM on your radio. Tune that thing in real quick. Come on, keep going, keep going. And you can listen to us live or you can stream us on www.dbam.com. Press listen live or check us out on Facebook or uh, Meta or whatever it's called now. I'm going to just keep calling it Facebook. And you can stream us that way too, either on my page, on Robert's page or on www.dbam860 their page as well so we got all that stuff out of the way we're excited i'm excited i'm excited to have robert on today and i'm going to introduce him real quick here for you all before he talks about himself so robert b foster my man is the guy he is an award-winning inspiration international speaker a mental health advocate and the host of the hit podcast shut up and grind where he inspires guests to share their stories of trauma survival and defying the odds to help them heal themselves while empowering others having empowering others who have had similar struggles now here's the interesting thing about robert having overcome his fair share of past pain including divorce being told he'd never run or jump again after a horrific knee injury and watching his father pass away losing a job after 25 years and oh yeah that's right also being a single parent to five kids just to name a few things robert created his flagship program which is called speak about yourself out loud where he helps people take their stories from a place of pain to a place of power woo i told Told you this dude's gonna bring it. So, Robert, how you doing, my man? Tell everybody what's up. Daddy, great to see you again. Thanks for having me. And yeah, this is gonna be a great conversation. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. I'm loving it. Me and Robert are both in similar industries with what we do, and we both just have a passion for helping people and for helping people to get the best out of their own lives and turning that pain, turning that trauma, turning those things that we've been through that maybe aren't the greatest into things that are going to help us and prevent uh, kind of push us forward in life rather than helping to keep us stuck. So again, Robert, thank you so much for having uh, being on today. And I think the way that I want to kind of jump into things here is I want to really make this first part a little bit about you. And I want to give the audience kind of a brief introduction, even though I already introed you about what 
really inspired you to get into this business of helping people and doing what it is that you do. So you want to talk about that real quick about what got you involved in all of this? Yeah, well, it's all about telling your personal stories. And I know that now, but there was there were plenty of opportunities where I didn't embrace that yet. So let's take take it back to growing up. I'm the youngest of seven siblings and they were we were all athletes. So, you know, we constantly seeing my sister's name in the paper, my brother's name in the paper. And I was always labeled so-and-so's little brother. Mm. And that drove me insane. <laughs> Not to mention, I had a really bad stuttering problem. Mm. So talk about getting teased, getting made fun of, you know, all the time. Because I'd be trying to call my mama, 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 you know. Yeah. And so, so I would hold a lot of things inside because I was afraid I wouldn't be able to speak about it. And if I couldn't get through it, I was going to end up getting teased. So I kept a lot of things inside. And then as I just started, started growing up, I went to, I went to therapy for it. So I was able to slow it down. And like, even now, if I get too excited, I might trip over a word or two here or there, but for the most part, um, we'll, we'll, we'll call it cured from the stuttering part, but it, it left a wound, you know, it left a wound that I didn't realize it was still a problem. And I find with people, we tend to, to really hold things in. Mm. So it, it all came to a head like decades later. You know, I've, I've had some things that, that I went through along the way, but it all came to a head when I was working in a job. You know, all five, five kids are here now. They were they were a lot smaller. You know, I wasn't in a fulfilling relationship. And it all just came to a head as I was driving I was a restaurant manager at this time as I was driving down to the restaurant and I just had a full blown panic attack. Mm. And because I was like, I'm not where I want to be. You know, the relationship isn't serving either one of us. You know, it's not her fault. Wasn't my fault. Just, we just grew apart mm-hmm. and I was missing a lot of things with the kids and I didn't want to be that dead that just worked. And I was around on the weekends. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Like that's not the relationship I had with my dad. And it just got to a point where I had like an early midlife crisis. So just like, I can't do this anymore. Right. And, and the people I work with now, I find that one sentence, people hit that point, but they don't know how to get beyond it. Mm. And so they end up stuck in that hamster wheel mm-hmm. all the way to, to the end of, of life. And then they end up regretting not taking the steps to do the things that they're really passionate about. So that's how I got into doing it because I felt that pain, you know, the tears streaming down my face, the being short of breath, the heart pounding, like thinking I'm on the verge of having a heart attack. I felt that pain. Mm. And I know a lot of other people out there are feeling it. So I wanted to create the podcast, create my speaking speeches and topics and presentations all about helping people push through that to get to the other side. Mm. I told you, everybody, my man Robert here, he knows how to do it, man. This guy's inspiring me. I love listening to him. I always am checking out his podcast. I've been on it as well. I love it. So one of the things that Robert and I both really, really harp on and agree on is let's move through that pain. 
You know, a lot of times people want to dance around the pain. They want to avoid it. They want to say, okay, let me try to dip my finger in here and then go the other way so I don't have to deal with it. The only way to get to the other side is through. And I believe I saw an Under Armour ad actually. And I was like, yo, plus 10 respect for Under Armour because the ad said the only way is through. And I think that is so true. Just learning, hey, we've got to go through these things. We can't ignore it. We've got to move through it. So I love that that is something that you are really praising, Robert, and that you do in your business too. Now, what I want to bring up next is I absolutely love the name of your podcast. And for those of you that don't know, his podcast is called Shut Up and Grind. It is amazing because I'm like, yo, let's go. Let's shut up and let's just grind. Let's get out there. So, Robert, tell us a little bit how you came up with that idea and how it embodies everything that you are and what you you aim to do. Well, it started with watching my father. So my father was an engineer and I mean, like top of the line engineer. And I'm not just saying that because he's my dad. He could do anything. If it had to do with building, didn't matter if it was plumbing, electricity, welding, carpentry, like mechanic, he did it all. And whenever, whenever he set his mind to doing to doing something, he got it done. Didn't matter what, what was going on. Didn't matter what the weather was. Didn't matter if he had to go and buy a tool or, or in his case, he, he would make a lot of the tools that he needed. He got it done. And I'll share a quick example. So one day my parents bought a new dining room table mm-hmm. and they bought a new refrigerator. So they both come in and the t- <clears throat> excuse me and they were both a little bigger once they got it in in the spaces than it looked like on the showroom floor. Mm-hmm. And so the the outside door kept hitting the table. So now us normal people <laughs> we would have either got a smaller fridge or we would have got a smaller <laughs> table. Oh no, not my dad. So I pull into my parents' house this one day and I see the side of the house is ripped off. <laughs> and, and I pull up, I'm like, dad, what are you doing? <laughs> this dude reversed the window in the table. I mean, in, in, in the door, the window in the door. He reversed the two because he wanted that table and he wanted that refrigerator. <laughs> and and just, just, just growing up watching him just, find ways to get stuff done. And so when, when I when it was my turn to take my mantle as an athlete, that was my idea. It's like, if you want to be a champion, this is what you have to do. If you want to get a college scholarship, this is what you have to do. If you want to be an All-American, this is what you have to do. If you want to be an Olympian, this is what you have to do. So now I never made it to the Olympics. I got, I got injured, but I was close. <laughs> but but it was it was that mentality. It's like, it doesn't matter what the obstacle is. It doesn't matter if people believe in you or not. It doesn't matter. Like nothing can clip your wings unless you allow it. You know, like nobody can stuff you in a box unless you allow it. And that's where, so w- when I got into fitness, it was shut up and exercise at first. <laughs> and then so, so when I started I the, when I started the podcast, I was like, you know, I don't want to just talk about fitness because there's so many other things that I've experienced in my life that I feel is worthy to share to help inspire other people. And then I was just going through other things and then just shut up and grind and just clicked. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's perfect because that works across all industries, all genders, all religions, all languages. Like, doesn't matter where you are, shut up and grind is applicable. So Amen. that's how the name came to be. I love that. And so everybody, we're going to be back in just a moment. We got so much more to talk about with Ro- uh, with Robert. It's going to be amazing. We're going to talk about how to shut up and grind, baby, everything. So everyone stay with us. We're going to be back into these quick commercial breaks. I promise there's a lot of stuff that you're not going to want to miss in the next few spots. So thank you everyone again, and we'll see you in a few moments. 
Hey everyone, Eric Katz here, the owner of Katz Dogs Canine. Are you working from home and need to get your dog out running around for the day? Will you be traveling this summer and looking for a place to board your pup? Is your dog looking a little shaggy and need a haircut or bath? Are you looking forward to walking around and enjoying this beautiful weather, but you can't because your dog's pulling like a freight train? Well, you're in luck. We are a one-stop shop that focuses on daycare, boarding, grooming, and training. We are located at 35 Middle Road, Percocy, PA on 10 beautiful acres. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Cats Dogs Canine or our website, catsdogscanine.com. Our phone number is 855-CATS-DOG, 855-528-9364. What's going on, everyone? This is Scott Prendergast here, a.k.a. Scotty P. And a lot of you know me from the Friday Mental Health Power Hour with Scotty P and Ev as one of your hosts. But real quick, I want to talk to you about my business. It's called Scotty P Inspiration. And what I am is I'm an inspirational speaker and I want to help others navigate life through the lens of hope. Now, I do this through speaking engagements, but also one-on-one life coaching. So if you're interested in booking me or doing some of that coaching, let me know. Check me out at www.scottypinspiration.com or check out my Instagram at scottyp underscore inspo. If you're a parent who wants to understand the mental health challenges your child faces, then my book, My Perfect Life, How Depression Almost Ended It and How I Found Purpose Through Pain is for you. Through goofy, relatable stories, you'll see the world from the eyes of someone silently battling depression. Most importantly, you'll learn how we can find hope and purpose through pain. Get your copy of My Perfect Life today. Available on Amazon by searching Lucas Wolf my perfect life and that's wolf with an e hey folks what's going on it's evan transu aka ev here i just wanted to shout out my friends at fdn thrive part of my story with mental health is that i was actually able to get a hold of a lot of my mental and physical health issues by addressing what was going on in my body so i do mean more of a natural slash functional medicine side Is this going to be for everyone? Absolutely not. But if you're someone like me who suffered for years and maybe a lot of the conventional things didn't work out, you might want to consider what is going on in your body and see if that is playing any role. So if you want to focus on something more objective, get some lab results and actually have these lab results analyzed by practitioners who are trained in this specific modality, then go to fdnthrive.com and click the get started here button. That's fdnthrive.com thrive.com and click the get started here button welcome back everybody thank you so much for joining us today on the friday mental health power hour with your host scotty p and ev it's friday we're in april the weather here in philly is unseasonably excellently nice for once shout out to the world for that and thank you all so much for joining us today we really appreciate it Another episode here. I am your host. For those of you that do not know, my name is Scott Prendergast, aka Scotty P, and I'm a professional inspirational speaker who helps others navigate life through the lens of hope. And my co-host, Ev, uh, Evan Transu, aka Ev, unfortunately, he's not here today. He's some tied up with some things he's got going on, but he will be back next week. So if you're just tuning in real quick, boy, are you in for a treat today? We have an awesome guest. His name is Robert Foster. He's a international speaker award-winning one at that he is a man that has overcome so much he's got his own amazing podcast called shut up and grind that is 
also international and is Nash top ranked among all of them, if anything. And he's just doing some amazing things today. So we are going to dive a little bit deeper with Robert in a moment. But in case you missed our first part, we were just getting to know each other. We were just talking about some of these different things and how me and Robert are both really on the same page when it comes to motivating and inspiring people. So if you're just joining us today, one of the main themes that you're going to hear consistently throughout this show today is learning how to take your pain and turn it into a process that is going to level you up to that next point in your life, whatever it might be. And understanding that, look, we all go through trauma. We all go through pain. And that is something that we can't get out of this life without. It's going to happen. However, how we react to that pain and react to that trauma and what we do with it is going to determine who we become and who we are. And I think that is an amazing thing that it took me a while to learn that. But once you do, woo, there is nothing that's going to stop you in this world. So once again, I want to introduce you all to Robert Foster. Robert, how you doing again today, my man? Good. Loving this so far. Ah, that's, <laughs> that's good stuff. I'm glad to hear it. So, Robert, we were talking about before about your podcast, kind of how you got into things. Now, one of the things I love that you talk about, and I know we talked about this when you had me on your podcast a few different times, is really you know, talking about your story and what you've been through and, and the, the power that is in your story and, and sharing that and how it can help other people. And that's something that I think is so, so important. And one of the first steps in learning to move past your pain is learning about your story. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit about your story and how you think that that's something that is some, you know, that can help other people. I mean, I know you introduced yourself at the beginning, but talking about the importance of anyone's story, whoever it might be. Yeah. So our story is the number one thing that we have in our arsenal. Just think about it. If you go for a job interview, you're telling your story. If you go on a first date, you're, you're swapping stories. You know, you're tell, telling your kids stories about when you were younger so you can guide them on the path. Like your story is so powerful and people don't even realize it. And I didn't realize it for the longest time. But when it really hit me was in 2009, I was, so as I said earlier, I, um, I had Olympic aspirations. You know, I ended up getting, getting injured, so I hurt my knee. And so we fast forward 18 years, you know, having my early midlife crisis, I wanted to get back out on the track, like track and field was my thing. I did high jump, long jump, 100, 200 in the relay. And so I, I was just said, let me start back with the high jump and the long jump. So I trained, you know, did got on my grind and I got back to competition level. And during the high, well, during the long jump, I kind of tweaked my right quad a little and then I still won though. <laughs> Naturally. So, go, so going to the high jump, I had my age bracket one. So I was 34 at the time, but there was still a 45 year old competing. Mm. Now he, he was, he was in a different age bracket. So technically we, we both got golds, but the way your boy is wired, if there's still one person out there, it is still on. <laughs> and so he goes, he, he jumps, he misses. I go, I jump, I missed, but I felt a tug in my left knee. Mm. Now this is the one I hurt earlier as a teenager. And so I was like, you know what? I go to my, my now ex. I was like, throw me the tape. I was like, I'm going to take one more. So I think he's gassed. So I'm going <laughs> to take one more and you know, the fatal one more. Ah. And so I get out there. I know. So he jumps, he misses. I'm like, yep, he's gassed. So like, let me, let me nail this jump. And then, then it'll be a wrap. And so it had it had the makings of a perfect ending in, in my in my brain. Grand scheme of things, it's not that big a deal. But just for <laughs> me as a competitor and an athlete, it was a big deal. Like the weather was perfect. It really wasn't windy. 
And, you know, the sun was shining, which is perfect. You know, people always tend to surround like the high jump and the pole vault. Like, so there's people around and I go, you know, the approach is right. I plant, I saw white, I'm on the ground. Oh. And so I come up and I look down at my leg and my kneecap isn't there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's not oh, there. More. So my kneecap was like four inches up my quad. <sighs> So my, my patella tendon fully ruptured and some other stuff, like two, two muscles of my quad, complete atrophy. And mm. it, I was devastated. I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have taken that last jump. <laughs> right? And so we'll fast forward because uh, I know we're pressed for time. So I'm at the emergency room. So I mentioned in the last segment about people clipping your wings mm. and someone tried to clip mine in a major way. And this person holds a PhD. Mm. So it's the ER doctor comes into my room. He takes off the brace that the EMTs put on. And without missing a beat, he just says, you're never going to run or jump again. Oof. And I was like, I have five, five kids, including my twin boys were, I think, four or five months old at the time. And I'm like, never going to run or jump again. It's like, I'm not going to be able to run around with the kids and play football. Mm. And, and so I just started getting into this negative headspace. Just thinking of all the things, you know, because I'm an active, active dude, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. so, okay, never jump again, whatever, but never run. I'm like, come on. And so I started crying. You now I'm looking up at my, my now ex and she's got tears in her eyes because she knows what a competitor I am. But then I was like, wait a second. This guy doesn't get to decide how I heal. Mm. You know, it's like, it's like your job is to fix my knee. I decide how I come back from this. Yeah. And then so when I talk about storytelling, I tell people it's not what happened. It's how you bounced back. Mm. That's where the power and the story lies. So like if you're in a bad car accident, yeah, that's the shock value. It's like, oh my God, like that happened to you. And, but how you got through that, like Tiger Woods getting back out on, mm-hmm. on the golf course after what happened to him last year. Like that, that's amazing. The journey, how he went from that day to playing in the masters, that's the power in the story. Right. And so for me, it was, uh, I was supposed to rehab for close to two years. I got out of physical therapy in four months. I mean, like it still, it still took time for, for me to get back to full, to full strength, mm-hmm. but I ran Five months later. Mm. Now, granted, wow. I looked like a newborn giraffe, <laughs> but, but I ran. Yeah. And, and, and at that moment, it's like, I'm going to make a full comeback. Right. But I mentioned too about the negative headspace. Mm-hmm. I hadn't gotten back on the track yet. Like, I started running obstacle races. I ended up donating a kidney to my sister, but that's oh, a separate wow. story. <laughs> and, and like, I was playing basketball again. But I was like, but I was afraid to get back out on the track. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the story is not complete until I get back out on the track. And so, again, I mentioned about the Olympics. So in donating the kidney to my sister, they have an Olympic style competition called the transplant games. Mm-hmm. You know, where they have people come from all over the country and people who have donated organs like you, you compete against other donors and then the recipients compete against the the uh, recipients but it's just like the olympics it's an opening ceremony it lasts well this one lasts a week and they have different different levels and you know they give out the medals they have the podiums and all that yeah and so i was like like this is the event like i have to get there and my goal was to just show up and just compete 
Mm-hmm. But I won the high jump. I took second in a long jump and I tweaked my quad again and I still took second. <laughs> <laughs> and I and even with that quad in, injury, I still took third in a hundred meters. So, but but the thing is I is I won the high jump. Like that's the one that I was afraid of. Love that. And it's 2022 now. I'm undefeated since I got back on the track. Oh, <laughs> this is what I'm talking you know? about here. Like I, I love <laughs> everything that you're saying right now because the mentioning of how the story and you know someone else doesn't define you. You can't let somebody else clip your wings. I love that because at the end of the day, what is our life? Our life is nothing more than just a lot of different stories that we've accumulated yes. through our experiences over time. Now, the thing is, what stories are you telling yourself? Are you going to allow yourself to listen to a story that somebody else says about you? Are you going to tell yourself a negative reel of all those horrible stories that you've told yourself in the past? Or are you going to start on a fresh page? Are you going to work on writing a new story for yourself today? And with what you just mentioned there, the doctor tells you, oh, you're never going to run or walk again. Okay, dog, I'll show you. I'm going to go do it and I'm going to go do it faster than you would ever expect. That's because you wrote your own, you wrote, excuse me, your own story. You didn't let somebody else's perception, somebody else's story become your reality. And I think one of the cool things is, is I say this a lot on the show, but it really is applicable is like our, our lives are really like a brick house and each brick has a story to tell. I always say that. And here's the thing though, what we have to understand is that, you know, just because something's a part of us, just because something happened to us in our past, that does not mean that it has to define us. Because we are in control about what defines us. We get to make the choice about who we are and what we are defined by. Because there's always going to be people that are going to try to define you. There's always going to be people who are going to tell you no, who are going to tell you you can't do this or that, or you should be this because you're that. That's always going to be there. We can't avoid that. But what we can control is not what other people think, what other people say, what other people try to put us as. But what we can control is what we're allowing our mind to focus on and what our mindset is on a daily basis. That. My friends, my listeners, that is up to us. So, Robert, one of the things I want to ask you is you talked about that negative mindset and being in that negative space. For you, how did you really climb out of that? You know, mentally, you talked about the physical side, but what about emotionally and mentally? How did you get yourself to a headspace where you felt like you could be who you are again and be inspired and work through that pain that you you dealt with? It's like I'm a naturally happy person. No, I'm, I'm happy. I'm confident. Some people would say I'm cocky, you know, but <laughs> I was like, Hey, if I can back it up, it is what it is. Facts, <laughs> right? There you go. But, you know, but, but that's, but that's just me. And it, it started as a restaurant manager, even though I was good, I won awards. I got promotions and made bonuses and all that stuff. And, but I had to be someone that I wasn't like, I had mm. to be this real hard nosed tough guy mm-hmm. and it's like as an accountability coach it's like i'm i'm tough t- you know still obviously you know shut up and grind shut up and exercise <laughs> like i'm still tough but it's it's to get someone to a better place whereas in the restaurant i'm being tough just to motivate people to feed people mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's like it's like the the passion for me wasn't there you know so for, for some people they'll thrive in that environment I just knew it, it wasn't for me anymore, especially being a father now. It's like, what am I leaving behind? Mm. You know, like with these five kids, like I want them to be able to experience things. Like I don't, I don't want to be working constantly. And, and that's the thing. So it's like, I was having those feelings that I'm not being there enough for my kids and I'm doing something that doesn't light my soul on fire. Mm. And, and then you ask yourself, why? 
Why are you doing something that doesn't light your soul on fire? Why are you in a position that is not using the best of your gifts? Mm. And so once I had that moment of clarity is like I started working out and it was originally for me. Like mm-hmm. I tripped into the gym business. I was like, I need to get back to my athletic roots. And I, I gutted out my garage because as amazing as my father was, I did not get his handyman gene. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I gutted my garage and I turned it into a gym. And then now I had a lot of space. I, I started accumulating a lot of things from Craigslist. Like people move and they just give stuff away for pretty much dirt cheap. <laughs> so I just started getting weight benches and dumbbells and kettlebells and, you know, cable machines and everything. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll throw an ad up on Craig, Craigslist and just, you know, train a couple people. And then next thing you know, I have 40 clients training with me out of my garage. <laughs> Come on <laughs> <You> now. now. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started looking like I'm spending you know, 60 hours a week in the restaurant. I'm spending 12 hours, uh, sorry, three hours a week doing fitness. So that's, what is that? 60, that's 240 hours a month versus 12 hours a month. And my income was similar, Mm. you know? So, and it's not all about the money. One place I dreaded going to the other place I found joy. Mm. And so sometimes it's tough to make the leap but the universe intervened and I got fired from my management job. <laughs> I'm sure that was so, the happiest news of your life, even though it should have been like, oh, wait, I got fired. But you're like, this is great. <laughs> it's like I was mad at first. And like, I've, I've never been fired in tw- 21 years of work and never been fired. And I was completely blindsided. Dude just comes in at the end of my shift, tells me we're going to move in different directions and hands me my last check. It's like, uh, and I said, I was mad at first. And I was like, you know what? This, this is all right. Like, this is all right, because now I can pursue this fitness thing that makes me happy, that lights my soul on fire. And when, when you get to that point, as you know, once you get to that point, that feeling, I hate to use the term, it's like a drug, but it's, yeah. you know, feeling that feeling, you're drawn to it. Like you, you get those positive dopamine hits yeah. and then that keeps you making those right decisions so you can keep getting that feeling. Absolutely. That it really is true. And like that feeling of knowing that you're walking in what you're supposed to be doing and something that I love what you said that lights your soul on fire. And I feel like in this life, when you want to pursue those things, it's never going to be easy because the easy route is to do something that is just, you know, I get a job, I get paid, I go home. You know, we can all find a job. Anyone can do that. But can you find your passion and can you pursue it? That's the thing that is so difficult to do because let's be honest, to start at least, there's not a lot of money there. There's not a lot of money to be had. You have to be willing to make that sacrifice to shut up and grind essentially to get yourself to a point where you're making it a reality. And I think one of the things I talk about a lot with some of the clients that I work with and when I speak to kids or whoever I'm speaking to is to say, hey, look, we can't go into it expecting that everything's going to work out right away. We can't expect that we're going to have a six-figure business in the first month that we open up and everyone's going to love us and we're going to be featured on Oprah's like favorite things website (laughs) and you know all this stuff. We can't expect that's going to happen. And if we do, we're going to be constantly faced with disappointment. And when we're constantly feeling that disappointment, we get discouraged and then we give up. Okay. And that's just a cycle that isn't going to take us anywhere. But instead, if we go into it saying, hey, 
I'm following this because it's my passion. I'm dedicated to making it work, but I'm going to give myself time. I'm going to celebrate little victories each day that I can really focus on to keep myself moving forward and motivated to keep going. When you go into it with that mindset, all of a sudden, wait a minute, you know, maybe I only made, you know, $500 this month, but that's 250 more than I made last month. And now I've got more exposure and so on and so forth. And when we go at it one step at a time, that's how anybody would tell you, I would tell you with my business, Robert, I'm sure would say with his, that's how you get things started. And it builds over time. And one of the things that I said today, I was speaking to a school that they were younger kids too. They were like 11 year olds. I said, look, sometimes we live in a microwave society, right? Everybody wants everything now, 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 now. Put it in 10 seconds later. Yo, I got it. Woohoo, look at me. (laughs) But, you know, we've got to understand something here. Some of the good things in life, the passions, the things that we want to pursue, that's not microwave stuff. That's crockpot stuff, man. That's all day slow cooking. That's going to take some time, right? But it tastes a lot better. And it's something that we can really be proud of, right? And so I really think that one of the things that I want to get people to understand from this show, and we incorporate aspects of it every episode, is realizing that whatever it is, whatever the challenge is, whatever new business you're starting, whatever new venture you're going after in life, you've got to give it time. And I don't mean, I gave it two weeks, Scott, and it didn't work. I'm talking months. I'm talking years. But if you're willing to do that, I think you're going to see some big changes. And, um, you know, Robert, one of the things to add on to that that I want to do before, you know, we still got a few minutes before our next break is I notice on your screen you have something that says how to step into your greatness. I love seeing that. I've seen it before from your stuff. Do you want to talk about that real quick, how you can step into your greatness? Or if you don't want, if you just want to say what that means and what that's about for the listeners. So I want people to focus on the word your, right? Because most people focus on the word greatness, Mm -hmm. but the word your is more important there because what does that mean to you? So for me, my superpower is making other people feel invincible. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's what I do in the the gym. I I don't say I help people lose weight. I said, no, I help people find their, their, bad, I don't know if I can cuss on him, find their inner beast. <laughs> yeah, I like you know? that. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's that's what I help people do. So when I'm doing consultations, like, I'm going to turn you into a beast. Yee, let's like, go. That's what, what we're going to do. And then losing some some pounds and some inches, putting on some muscle, those are byproducts of you finding your inner beast. Mm. And so if I'm helping people craft a story, it's like, all right, let's take the messiest parts of your story and let's find the teachable moments in there. Mm. Because like I said earlier, it's not what happened is how you bounced back. So that's how you step into your greatness. Like what's your superpower? Like I tell people in the gym all the time, cause you know, it's more, it's more so the women that do this than the men, but women constantly compare themselves to the other women. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't worry about how much she can deadlift. We're going to find your power. Yeah. Okay. It's your power. Just cause hers is 300. If yours is only 150. Cool. That's your power. Like for me, I don't want to be Tony Robbins. I don't want 80 businesses and a thousand employees. <laughs> and like that, that sounds like a nightmare to me. Right. You know, I want to have my niche, my handful of people get on shows like yours, you know, get on, get to promote my own show and just do my own thing. Like that's greatness for me. Like when, when, when my kids have events, I'm available for them. Mm. You know, I get to motivate and inspire people every single day. And again, a, a byproduct of that is you get paid to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, like I'm not out chasing the money. When you chase your passion, money will find you. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, 
So what I want people to take away from that is you have to define your level of greatness, not your parents' level, not your grandparents' level, not your friend's level or your coworkers' level. What does it mean to you? What does success mean to you? And then you pursue that. I love that. You know, Robert Foster, everyone, this dude's spitting facts. So like you might want to get something to start writing some stuff down because you're essentially taking a, you know, an AP course about how to be inspired and get changes in your life. So let's go. Come on now. This is great stuff. Now, um, one of the things that I want to go off of what Robert just said there is the whole idea of a lot of these things that we're talking about, it really begins with being secure with who you are and finding that inner beast, finding yourself and not comparing to other people begins with, okay, how do I become secure with the person that I see staring back in the mirror? Now, I'll leave some of that for part three because I like to leave part three for specific strategies we can use, but I will drop a plant a little bit of a seed of it in this part here before we go to breaks in a minute or two. When we wanna be secure with ourselves, That is really the core of happiness, I think, because when we're secure with the person that we are, we don't feel the need to compete with someone else because we're already getting our validation from within. We're already getting that validation with the person that we see in the mirror. Now, that is a process to be able to get to that point. But when we do, all of a sudden, we're not going to do certain things in our lives just to try to get back at someone. We're not going to do certain things just to try to make ourselves seem a certain way because we already know who we are and we're happy with that person. And I think when we get to that point, it really is the sky's the limit because when I became secure with myself, that's when I started to pursue my passions. It wasn't the other way around. It started with that security, started with that inner work. You know, just like anything in life, that inner stuff, that stuff that you don't see on the outside, that's where so much of the good things are done. Like what you were saying, Robert, where you're saying, okay, let's talk about your story. Let's find the messiest parts of it and let's look for learning opportunities within that. Oh my goodness, it is so many learning opportunities in those hardships. I could do a whole show just a whole lifetime of just the stuff that you can learn in those difficulties. But my friends, you got to be open to it. You've got to say, hey, life is horrible right now. I'm struggling. I'm not doing well. I'm just barely getting by. But there are hidden gems in this valley, so to speak, that I can hold on to, that I can grab, that are going to help me in my future. And we have to know that. And we have to understand that some of those things that we find in those messiest situations are some of the best things that are necessary to get us to where we want to go. You know, we can't get to that goal. We can't get to that next level without going through that mess, without, you know, getting scratched up a little bit and going through some things. We got to go through that first before we could get to those good things. So real quick, everybody, we are going to be right back for part three in just a moment. Please, please stick with us because part three is my favorite where we really talk about some specific strategies and some things that you, the listener, can do today to make your life just a little bit better and find a little bit of that peace that you're looking for and that inspiration. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll be back right after these quick commercial breaks. Find Yourself Boxes was to create the foster the connection between a person and those in life who may be working through mental health challenges by providing curated and customizable boxes filled with research-backed wellness products that promote healing. Coupling personal experience with professional mental health guidance, Find Yourself Boxes meets people where they are on their journey. Wellness doesn't look the same for every person, and these products are packaged together to touch various aspects of our wellness spectrum. Find your healing with Find Yourself Boxes at findyourselfboxes.com, and you can get 20% off your first purchase. Does the pandemic have your hair looking a little funky? 
Are people stopping and staring and glancing at you as you walk down the street? Folks, come on now. Hair salons, they've been open for a while. It's time to get your hair cut. You've definitely been procrastinating. <laughs> I know my producer has. And when you do it, you should head to Hair Envisions in Ottsville, PA. Hair Envisions is open Tuesday through Saturday. They specialize in coloring and also offer carotene treatments that give your hair a smooth finish. Hair Envisions offers haircuts for all ages so you can bring the whole family. Schedule your appointment today by calling 610-847-8894. Again, that is 610-847-8894. And tell them that Scotty P and Health Coach Ev sent you. If you're looking to get more TMS, ketamine, and Spravato patients, then 7-Figure Psych is for you. Beyond Marketing's flagship 7-Figure Psych business development and marketing system helps mental health professionals to attract, schedule, and convert new patients into care. Join a community of like-minded business professionals and automate your entire online presence. Visit these guys at 7figurepsych.com. That's the number 7, figurepsych.com. Guys, cancer is a word that most of us know all too well. And as is the case for so many other conditions, Western medicine is a miraculous yet incomplete form of treatment for those who are suffering. But what if there was a place in our community that helped meet the many other needs for cancer patients? Well, that's exactly what my aunt, Corinne Sakura envisioned. And now you can help make that vision come to life. The Corinne Sakura Wellness and Support Center is designed to be a comforting space for all cancer patients across Bucks County. This center will help these individuals meet their emotional, social, physical, and lifestyle needs that are essential pieces of one's healing journey. Because of people like you, this center will be able to offer a multitude of completely free services to local patients and their families. A large vision like this needs all the support, support it can get, and you can help today. Go to CorinneSakuraCenter.org and click the donate button. That is C-O-R-I-N-N-E. S-I-K-O-R-A, Corinne Sakura, center.org, and click the donate button. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode on this Friday of the Friday Mental Health Power Hour with your host, Scotty P and Ev. Thank you so much for being here today. We have had an amazing show so far, and we've got one more part, which is always my favorite part, because it's the best part for you listeners, because it's where you can really take some strategies, take some real insight, and apply it to your life today. So for those of you that don't know, my name is Scott Prendergast, aka Scotty P, and I'm one of the hosts on this show right here, but I am also a professional inspirational speaker who helps others navigate life through the lens of hope. And my co-host, Evan, unfortunately, he's not here today, but he's also one who is a youth professional speaker who helps others talk about mental health in the youth industry. So in case you're just joining us today, we have an amazing guest, my man, Robert Foster. This guy just does it all. He is so inspiring. He's got his own business. He's got an amazing podcast called Shut Up and Grind. He just does his thing. And we have been getting into it today, talking about all different types of stuff, his story, you know, how to overcome trauma, pain, what your story is all about and the importance of it. We've really been going hard today. Y'all probably getting a PhD in inspiration out here, which is good stuff. So on our last part of the show today, we always like to give you something tangible, the best that we can, that you can really take and run with your weekend to begin it with. That's why we have this show on Friday, so you could start your weekend on a positive note in a healthy way. So in case you haven't heard, what we've been talking about today is all just about Robert's story, really kind of how we're stepping into our greatness, things along the lines of that. So Robert... One of the things that I want to ask you is we talked about this before. We talked about finding your inner beast. We talked about how to step into your greatness. 
what would you say for somebody who maybe is listening to this show and a light bulb kind of went off and they're like, hmm, you know what? What these guys are talking about, it really makes sense. You know, I want to work on changing my life. I want to step into my passion and do something that lights my soul on fire. You know, I want to move some of those past some of those obstacles that are holding me back. What would you think would be the first thing you would say to Robert, to somebody who may be thinking like that? First thing is they have to know who they are. So one thing the world going virtual in 2020 taught me as I joined various mastermind groups, because I was like, everything is shut down. I may as well learn new stuff. <laughs> and so as I'm sitting in these groups and you're going around and everyone is introducing themselves. And so many people were bad at it. <laughs> and and that, that was actually a catalyst for why I created my Speak About Yourself Out Loud program. So I was like, like each with each person going like these people cannot speak about themselves <laughs> you know it's like how how is that i mean there are people who've been in business for 20 years and they don't even know who they are wow. it's like they're attaching their identity to their careers i'm like no who are you like i said earlier i said i'm a competitor remember i said i'm a happy-go-lucky guy like <laughs> those are characteristics of who i am being a leader being passionate you know those things are all byproducts of who i am at my core and so the first thing I would tell, tell someone is you have to authentically define yourself. It's like when, when you're by yourself and your favorite song comes on, how do you act? Mm. <laughs> because that's the real you, mm. you know? So it's like, you don't want to attach yourself to your career. Cause then like, what happens if you lose that job? Like that's why so many people end up losing themselves. And so when I'm working with people to create their to create their stories or help them find the power in their stories, that's the very first thing I ask them is, how would you describe yourself? Like before we even get into the story, how would you describe yourself? And even as you know from the show, I asked my guests that too. Mm -hmm. But it got to the point to where I had to start telling them backstage before we went live <laughs> because we'd go live. And I'm like, so how would you describe yourself? Oh, uh, that's a great question. Hmm. Let me think about. Uh, you have to think about describing yourself. <laughs> you know. So, so that's the most important thing because you can't take the steps to move forward until you know who you are and what it is you want. Mm, I love that. That is right there. If anybody is listening right now and you're thinking, "Oh, what's one thing I should take away from it?" What he just talked about right there. That will star that. We're we're underlining that. We're highlighting it in yellow. That is absolutely so important. I love that, Robert. And one of the things that I also love that I want to mention that you just said was talking about not attaching yourself to your career or to these other things, but realizing, you know, who you are doesn't begin with that. That might be a part of you, but that's not who you actually are. And understanding and learning how to find out who that person is, I think is something that you, like you said, people don't really work on and, and people don't really do a very good job of figuring that out. But I mean, if we don't know who we are, how do we expect anything else good to happen to us? How do we expect to gain any success and to have any influence on people if we don't even know ourselves at our core? So I absolutely love that. That is a great strategy for anyone listening today that they can really take away from this. Um, so one of the things that, you know, as we're talking about all this stuff, I'm just kind of running through my mind and some of the stuff that I'm thinking about is like, how exactly when you're going through those difficult times, Robert, 
it's easy for us to say it now because we've done the work, we've gone through it, we help other people do it. But for somebody who is in that really low place right now, just maybe no self-esteem, who is unhappy with their job and wants to make a change in their life, you know, what is one small step that they can do today to help them just get on that road to being who they want to be and finding out who they are? Like what's one small little step, an incremental thing that somebody can do to get started with that process? Is to look in the mirror and ask yourself this question, what makes me happy? Mm. It, it's, it sounds so simple, but it's the most powerful thing that you can do. So when my oldest daughter was getting ready for college, you know, we, we were down here in my office. I said, all right, take, take this notebook. I want you to write down every single thing that makes you happy. Every single thing. Mm. And I said, I don't care if it's, if it's jumping rope or listening to music, swimming, like whatever makes you happy, write it all down. And so she did it. And then I said, now circle the thing that makes you the most happy. And she circled it. I said, next, if you could work with any group of people, who would it be? And so we write it down. Mm -hmm. And then the last part was now what career can you work with those people doing that thing that makes you happy? Mm. And you completely reverse engineer it. And so she decided to like, now I have custody of her and my older. I mean, they're both adults now, but so they grew up without their biological mom. So mm-hmm. she wants to work with young girls who don't have the biological mom in their life using fitness as the platform. Oh, wow. That's you awesome. I mean, so so like it speaks like because she loves fitness. She loves being active. Wonder where she gets that from. And, <laughs> I don't know, you know, Robert. It's tough to say. <laughs> it's like she, she's been to a lot of the, the speaking events I've done in the women's empowerment groups. And she's like, I she's like, I love how you're just not about fitness. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like you're about trying to change people's lives. She's like, and that's what I want to do. You know, so we're finding the thing that lights her soul on fire. Mm. But the very first question is like, it's not how, not how much money it makes. What makes you happy? That way, you know that you'll, cause when you're happy, you don't get burned out. True. You know what I mean? Like I could do this all day long. You know, like there were, there were days where my day start in the four o'clock hour and I start doing my fitness classes. I do my podcast. I speak on other people's podcasts and radio shows and TV shows. And then I'm back at the gym again. And then I'm raising my kids in, in the middle there. And like I said, I'm a single parent. So I'm cooking, I'm shopping, I'm doing laundry, <laughs> but, but I don't get burned out. I mean, yeah, by 7 p.m. I'm done. I'm done peopling. Oh, but, sure. Sure. <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but it's like I rest, go to bed around 8, 830 and then repeat. But I always show up. I'm always excited because I love doing what, what I do. It fuels my passion and it makes me happy. So that's the very first thing I would say is ask yourself what makes me happy. I love that. So simple yet so profound because how many of us go through our lives not truly knowing what does make us happy or maybe our idea of happiness is what somebody told us that it should be or what society told it should be. And that's not necessarily the case for you. You want to make sure that you find out what that thing is because if you're trying to run your tank and run your life off of this manufactured dream that other people put in you, that's going to burn out really quickly because it's not authentic to you. So making sure you find what that is. I absolutely love that. And to go off of that, Robert, one of the things that I always tell people, I think this fits in well with it, is before anything else, before we get that help that we need, before we start to heal from our wounds of our past, before any of that, you know what we have to have? We have to have hope first. 
It yes. begins with hope, hope for a better today, hope for a better tomorrow, hope for some changes in my life. Because when we have that hope, that's when we're now more likely to seek out help, whatever that help looks like for us. And when we start to seek out help, whether it's for ourselves or for someone else in whatever way it is, that's when we learn to start to heal. And when we start to heal, that's when we make progress. But my friends, we do not get there unless we have hope first. And the best way to find hope is to find out what it is that makes you happy in this life. So I absolutely love that, Robert. That is that is amazing. So we've got, a, yeah, we've got a few more minutes here before we wrap things up. So one of the things I want to ask you, Robert, and then I want to make sure I have time at the end for you to shout out your business and everything that you do and where people can find you. So I think this will be the last thing that I'll ask you. You know, in your life with all the different things that you've gone through and what you do now and, and who you are and what you've become, do you still have days sometimes where you fall, feel yourself falling back to some of those old negative thinking ways? And when you do have days like that, what do you do to get yourself out of it? Well, yeah, because, you know, we're all human. So there are de definitely days. It's like I never dread going to the gym. I never dread, you know, doing things like, like this or doing my own show. But it's the the off camera things, mm -hmm. you know, like doing, making the thumbnails and, you know, following up with, with, with people and then filling slots for people who had to cancel. But like there are days where ah, I just don't feel like doing that stuff, Yeah. but I live close to a state park. And so I put my other headphones on and I go for a walk. I either, I put on music, I'll watch some of my own past episodes or I'll watch other podcasts and I just get myself back into that positive headspace. So like I go walk for a mile or two, come back. All right, let's get these thumbnails done. You know, let's get get whatever done. Cause you know, again, we're, we're human just like every, everyone else. Same thing in the fitness space. Like I don't just eat chicken and asparagus all day long. You know, there are days <laughs> I want pizza. There are days I want Chinese food. And you know, you just have to, you just have to set yourself up to not fall off. Like I actually had this talk with my with my oldest daughter because she she's actually in um she's seen a therapist now just to deal with the reality of not growing up with her mom. Yeah. And so and so uh, we were driving home and I, I told her, I said, you know, depression and anxiety, they're real things. Yeah. I said, but they can be lessened with action. Amen. You know, just, Amen. Just like you were saying about once you have hope, you can start taking the steps to do the things that, that you need to do. And that's what it boils down to. You're right. Take your feeling, you know, feel what you feel. Oh, you know, yeah. We're not saying don't feel, feel what you feel, but then start taking the steps to better it. Mm. And just do if You do that every single day. Then you're going to see those feelings lessen. You're going to feel your hope and your belief increasing. And then that's going to keep inspiring you to keep trudging towards whatever it is you want to accomplish. Mm, absolutely love that, Robert. That is an amazing way for us to really kind of wrap up the show. I love that. It really begins with that. So real quick, Robert, I want to make sure, first off, I want to thank you for being on the show. You killed it. You did amazing. I'm sure we'll get a ton of feedback. Be like, yo, when are you bringing that dude, uh, Robert, back on? I'll be like, pretty soon. Absolutely. Trust that. Um, but Robert, so where can everyone find you? You know, give us your, your website, your business, anything you want. Got a couple of time, a little bit here. Tell us about you and where people can find you at. All right. So right now my website is under construction. I have, have a brand new one coming out and I'll get, I'm getting a big boy website now, <laughs> so, but uh, best way is on, so is on social, like on Facebook, it's uh, at Robert B. Foster. Like on Instagram, it's got a couple underscores. It's Robert underscore B underscore Foster because I have a very common name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so like those two are the platforms I use the most. I mean, I am on LinkedIn. 
I am on Twitter. Well, tw- Twitter is my controversial page, so, <laughs> so that that's where, where where I speak. I speak my opinion on stuff on Twitter, so right. I usually don't give out that one. But but once it's done, the website is robertbfoster.com. Awesome, awesome, everybody. So you heard it from here himself, Robert Foster. You could check him out on those websites, and you can also check out his podcast, Shut Up and Grind. It is amazing. It'll definitely get you inspired. So I want to leave you all with this before we wrap things up because we just got a minute or two. We talked about a lot of different things today. We gave you some different strategies, but everything that we talked about today is for you, the listener, to understand that, hey, you know what? Your life isn't, and it's never going to be perfect, but guess what? That's a pretty good place to be because the imperfect leaves room for us to work so that we could get to where we want to be and become our own version of perfect, which our own version of perfect is all that matters because it never will be truly perfect, but for us making sure that we're comfortable and happy with who we are that at the end of the day is going to lead us to so many amazing places that's going to help us to get to where we want to go and do what we want to do so you the listener today as you're getting ready to start your weekend you're excited maybe going out with some friends some family having a good time enjoying the nice weather if you're somewhere where the weather is nice i want you to just keep this in mind and i want you to just say hey today regardless of whatever happens regardless of my circumstances regardless of anything in my life today What is one thing that I'm going to do that I'm going to take one step towards achieving that happiness that I want in my life? Maybe that means signing up for a gym membership. Maybe that means starting going on legal zoom to create a business, or maybe that means just looking in the mirror, writing down three things you like about yourself and sticking it on there. So you see it every day for the rest of the week, whatever it is, is it up to, it's up to you, but I want everybody to do something like that today as you start your weekend. So I want to thank everybody so much for joining us today. I want to especially thank Robert Foster for joining us. You did amazing, my man. And for those of you that don't know, you can check me out on scottypinspiration.com or check me out on Instagram at scottyp underscore inspo. So thank you so much again, everybody. Have an awesome weekend. And don't forget to tune in next week to hear our next episode. And check us out at www.dbam.com to see all of our past episodes. Have a great one, everyone. See you all later. Stay safe. Enjoy the weekend.